0: Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And And this this is is Stay on on Target.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the announcement of Sonic Origins Plus.
0: Sonic Origins Plus. But wait, Chris. Mm. the, the the listener, the avid listener who you know has been has been paying attention, might have heard us talk about Sonic Origins almost a year ago.
1: Yeah. Um. And it was it was basically it wasn't this is the one and I just haven't played it yet, but this is the one that took all the classic games and put a storyline to it. Yeah. And yeah. Like cutscenes and stuff. Yep. Uh, but now they're adding. Well, okay. Well, no, we're gonna talk about we will talk about later.
0: Yeah, we'll talk, talk about, about
1: it. Main segment. Yeah. Main segment. Time. I was, I was so why is hard. it different? <gasps> <do it. gasps> who knows yeah we don't know yet we won't know until later (laughs) um and then we have some picks of the week but first john what have you been up to this week
0: um so this week i feel like i've been up to a lot um obviously like last week i just only just like you know got back into town and that sort of thing and so uh but i've been playing catch up i've i've like caught up with the uh with the old mandalorian and man let me tell you this season i've been very much enjoying it um it's it's awesome. Uh, episode two specifically like blew my mind. I was like, oh man, this is such a fantastic episode of television mm. um, to the point where like it, it, like I looked at the runtime and I was like, I was like, how, how, how is the, how is it only like just a normal size, like 40 some odd minutes that a normal television show would be uh hour long television show would be like a broadcast television show. But like it is, they just get so much done. It's great. Um, and then, you know, the the, uh, the other episodes have been also been, been pretty fun. Uh, we've had, a, you know, some very interesting star Wars, the world kind of things uh, in this, this season, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, very much geared towards me, you know, a, a Star Wars person. And I feel like I feel like some people who if you weren't super into Star Wars, you might not like connect some of the dots or you might be like, ah, it feels like, you know, I don't know what's happening or not not that you know what's happening but like not they're not making much ground in like you know, a singular plot line, but they're kind of like each episode is like, is forwarding the different plot lines that we have going on through this, through the whole series, um, which is really cool. It's like, Oh man, this time we found out more things that like will apply to uh, the, the Grogu mystery. This one's going to apply more to like the, the Mandalore uh, planet mystery, like that sort of thing. And so like, you're, it's just like kind of building all of the things. And I'm very excited to see how, where it goes. Well, I think we're at the halfway point of the season um so you know i don't know maybe things will start coming together soon like as far as like they'll they'll like culminate into something big for the end of the season or maybe that's like not in the plans who knows um otherwise you know just regardless it's it's a fun time to watch nice but um, I've also been catching up on uh on some you know apex season stuff there's you know that sort of thing i've I've been doing uh watching the Bad batch, which is still happening um so yeah, it's just altogether just a big catch up week and i've been, been been enjoying myself um having like a backlog of episodes to like tear through um which kind of lends credence to that whole like man i just I, you know I like having like one per night rather than like one per week. Like one episode of something per week. It's like ah, I I wanna be able to like rock through like a bunch of it all at once because it just you get inundated with it. And uh it feels 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 great
1: to to do that. So
0: anyway, the uh that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to this week, Chris?
1: Um so, dude, that's what's uh I haven't really been up to to much. Um I, you know, I've been just kind of watching Seinfeld, playing Warzone. Um, haven't really done anything new. I kind of like I downloaded some, uh, some like different uh, Pokemon games. I uh, for Ooh, after the our 3DS. conversation a couple weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, when is the eShop close? The twenty seventh. So this Co- is your last I think week, Sunday right? Sunday is the last day. <laughs> the, oh crap! Really? Yeah. It's like that's like two days from now.
0: Yeah. So because it's the twenty. 20- Yeah, so Sunday
1: is the last day, so come Monday, you're plum out of luck.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's no more eShop. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it it closes on Monday. Like so like 1201 AM on the twenty-seventh is what I think. Unless to the twenty like unless they list like through the twenty-seventh and it's really Tuesday morning, you know. Um, but we'll see, you know. I I I just I can't remember off the top of my head like if it was like twelve oh one the twenty-seventh or if it was like through the twenty-seventh. So,
1: wow, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, do I feel prepared? No. Have I put in the effort to find all the games that I should probably download? No. Um, I also like feel like okay. I mean, it's just it's it's a uh, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to
0: handle because like, okay, so there is a, it's not my pick this week, but there's a a video from uh, the the YouTube channel, The The Completionist, which this is maybe the second video or third video from from that channel that I've watched, but it was a good one. They bought all of the 3DS and Wii U eShop games and DLC, Um, all of it. And they, they documented, like, how they went about doing it, what, like, hurdles are there. And they're like, surprisingly, it's not like a cut and dry, like, just sit down and do this type of a situation. Um... Like they detail a lot of the th- Everybody should go watch it because it, it took them a year basically to make this video um, and a lot of money. Like they, they detailed like all of the, like how much did it cost to do all of the shops, And they even mentioned in there um, that whenever they started this process, the first thing they did was they just basically went through ever like the both of those eShops and uh, and broke down on a spreadsheet the like how many games and what do they cost? What's the DLC for each game and all of that sort of thing? and at a certain point in the video they mention whenever they start buying them that some of those games just aren't on there anymore because the publishers like r- aren't going to pay to to continue listing their game for an eShop that's not going to be around basically um, so they don't like pay the the fee to like re- relist it mm, so like there's yeah. like from whenever they started to whenever they ended there were fewer games than they anticipated having to buy um, on the outset wow. um, but, yeah, like, so, like, the detail, like, Nintendo puts a hard cap on your wallet on, for some reason, on your, I guess it's to, uh, to avoid, like, you know, kids, like, racking up a ton of charges on, you know, in eShop points or whatever and having to deal with that. Um, and, uh, but they, like, it's a cap of, like, 250 bucks, So, they would have to, like, load $250 onto their account. And then make some purchases and load it back up to $250 and make some purchases. And like, and so that like shuffle like is not the only hurdle that they had to go over as far as like downloading things. On the 3DS specifically, the DLC for any game is not listed in the eShop. It's listed in the game. So you have to launch each individual game to find and determine what? like, does this have a DLC? So like No. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's A nightmare of a system um in some games so let me hit you with this chris and i ran into this with the fire emblem game some games you have to beat the first chapter of the game to even be presented with the option of being able to purchase the dlc
1: oh my gosh why (laughs)
0: well there's the fire emblem one it's it's because you get a choice um at at that point after chapter i think six in in one of the Fire Emblem games you get a choice of like hey do you go with this team or do you go with that team or do you choose the middle path no team and each of those paths costs like additional dollars like if you so you basically purchase whenever you purchase the game you buy one path and so you get to choose and you choose that path but then if you want to go back and do one of the other paths those are additional, like, $20 for the DLC. And so, like, and I, I, you know, it's a fantastic, like, game, like, and it's very fun. But, like, I had to play through a few chapters of it in order to even be presented with the option of pur- of purchasing
1: <laughs> the wow. DLC. That's insane.
0: Yeah, it's wild, man. So, anyway, they detail all those things. That video is really good. Um, I think it comes down to, like, if, you know, the, the shops were, like, I don't remember what the actual like final dollar amounts as far as like if you were to buy everything on the eShop um what it was going to cost. Let me see if I can find that um where I where I that video at. cuz it's they like listed off at the top. Yeah, so for the uh Wii U eShop it was $9,673 and for the 3DS eShop it's $13,118. Absurd. Is what, you know, what those catalogs were The reason they did it like they basically did it, and now they've donated both of those consoles that are loaded with every single DLC to uh, GameHistory.org, um, nice. org uh, with Frank Stefali and like all the, those those folks. We have talked about them on the podcast before, um, where they just like catalog games um, constantly. Where like they, they they don't want games to get lost, basically. Um, and so anyway, they donated them to, to that those organizations, and uh, and basically you know they they went through a ton of time and, uh, and obviously a lot of expense to, to do this project. So I don't know, man, like it's a lot, it's a lot to deal with. And like, for me, I was like, okay, well, am I happy with the experiences that I, that I have? And then anything that I don't have is basically going to be, you know, we're the same. We were talking before the podcast about some games on past systems, um, like the Game Boy Advance, that are just like, what's so cool? in order to buy a Game Boy Advance and to to buy some of the games that that are, are I would want to play on that system, it's just exorbitantly expensive. And so, like, that's just what it becomes. Is like, oh, well, it's too expensive for me to buy a physical copy. But like, not only that, these are these are just going away altogether. So like, the the digital versions are. So anyway,
1: the e shop, Chris, closing on Sunday. I know, it's, and it's one of those things where like, you know, yeah, I'm with you. Where it's like, okay. If I wasn't going to, if I didn't, if I didn't play it before now, it's like, obviously <laughs> yeah. that's a, but, but you know, there's some things like, I, and I don't even know, and I haven't done the research. Like there's, there's things like the original, like Luigi's mansion and there's like, there's two Luigi's yeah. mansions on there. And yeah. I'm like, is that the only place they exist? And should I, are they good enough to, to buy?
0: I know like, dark moon is really good. And the only place that that one exists is on the 3DS. Yes. Mm, um, the yeah, original, like the original Luigi's mansion you can find on GameCube. Um, mm. and it's a shorter experience, um, than like dark moon moon is, but dark moon was yeah. pretty fun. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, played through it. I enjoyed it.
1: Um, and then there's games that just like have a, have a cool, uh, experience on there, like shovel Knight, because of all the 3d stuff,
0: dude, yeah. you know,
1: and, and you're like, I mean, do you know, like that, that, that just goes away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's Which only downloadable cool. on the 3ds. Like, and, yeah. and like you can get it on switch. Um, but it's not in
1: 3D. But it's not 3D. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: That 3D technology is locked onto that that console.
0: And I don't I don't see anyone ever ever again putting out a console with that technology. Well, and I don't it.
1: really know why. I mean, it's great technology.
0: It really is. It's fantastic. Like 3D that you don't need glasses for. It's like what yeah. is
1: this? What is this witchcraft? That's, it's insane. <laughs> I still honestly don't know how it works. No, same. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, and like that's the
0: part of it like I prioritized things where I was like okay, yeah, I will not like even with emulation will not be able to experience this elsewhere. Yeah. Um because of the 3D and stuff. Um which actually kind of leads us to my <coughs> pick of the week. Pick of the week. I sprung it on us, Chris. I, I sprung it on us. Um, What's your pick of the week, John? My pick of the week this week is a game on the 3DS that if if anyone hears this before Sunday, they should pick up. It is called The Louvre, as in the the, the museum in France. (laughs) Nice. L-O-U-V-R-E. The Louvre. Um, But uh, this is a game that... Like I remember seeing whenever I originally like got my 3DS or whatever. I remember seeing somebody like post about how they went to the Louvre and they were like, what is this? And they, gave, you know, I wanted, I did the audio tour and they handed me a 3DS and I was like, what, is, what's going on here? So the, the Louvre, um, basically had Nintendo, they partnered with Nintendo to publish their, uh, audio tour on the 3ds with some additional functionality so the 3ds allows you to like take photos of like um specific cards like it's it's essentially like qr code like light like it was like a a, like a prior version of qr codes or whatever and so they would have you like walk up to a different piece of art and take take a like out your your 3ds uh that you would rent from them and it would be loaded with a, a, a cartridge that had the louvre on it And it included all the audio for the audio tour so that you'd have headphones plugged into the headphone jack. And you would take a photo of the thing and it would start playing the audio and give you like video, um, like visual kind of cues on your 3DS as you kind of uh, explored the Louvre and listened to the the audio and stuff. Um, And you could buy that game in the gift shop afterwards to be able to play through that audio so basically includes all of the audio uh about all of the 300 plus pieces in the louvre at at the time and they've updated it since then um whenever they've updated the actual like layout and things like that um and you'd be able to you know to experience that at home but like it was exclusive to the louvre gift shop and A few years ago, like back in 20, so that released, I think, in 2013. And so in 2017, they released that game onto the eShop. And so you can purchase it for, like, not much money. Um, how much did I say it was? I, I can't, because I've already purchased it. I can't see the actual price. I thought it was, like, price. 20 or something. Hang yeah, it's, it's, it's like, really not much, much money. Okay, what you said. Um, let me find it here. Um, Oh, there it is. Yeah. So it's 20 bucks on the eShop and it had includes a kind of virtual, like, so let me, let me read to you as I open it here. It says, uh, you can access, uh, the audio guide used in the Louvre museum in Paris, uh, over 700 exquisite pieces on display in the Louvre. And it has like your 3d stereoscopic 3d. You can look at the rooms of the Louvre um it includes over uh 1200 3d photos that you can look at on your on your 3d screen um it includes like some scans of some like i think 30 uh statues and things so you can like spin the camera around the different uh different things um it says if you ever come in person you can bring your 3ds and it'll be your interactive guidebook and it says in parentheses software content may not always match the current louvre layout um, and it talks about how to do that museum mode versus like the normal mode. If you, uh, know what artwork you want to go ahead and see, you can go ahead and select, look at the artwork and you can just select from a list what artwork you want to look at. Otherwise select, visit the Louvre and go on one of the v- trails showcasing the imp- museum's important works. So it's like a virtual trail around the, uh, the, the museum. And says, so we hope you enjoy the enriching atmosphere of the Louvre museum. Uh, note that regardless of, of settings, this software will always output stereo sound. So yeah, anyway, so that the, the, <laughs> the Louvre man, I picked up the game. It's, it's, the audio is fantastic. Like it, it, it talks in detail about some things, I've learned some new things about artwork that I didn't know before by go, by, by playing this anyway, it's just, it's just going to go away. If you wanted to buy a physical version of this game, um, I, I did so I initially, whenever I discovered, I, I remembered that this existed. I looked it up. I was like, okay, well, what does a cartridge cost? Because it's, you know, you know, what does what does one of these do? Any language of this thing, if it is new and in package, so like clo- sealed up, it is $450, um, on like the aftermarket stuff. And then if it is unboxed, it is $350. So like, no, <laughs> no matter what, if you buy this thing physically, it's exorbitantly expensive. If you buy it digitally, it is 20 bucks. Um, so until Sunday at eleven fifty nine p.m. <laughs> so anyway, that's my pick of the week, Chris. Uh, if anybody wants to visit the Louvre on your three DS uh, virtually, <laughs> it's a thing that you can do for twenty bucks until Sunday. Nice. Um, what
1: is your pick of the week this week, Chris? All right, John, my pick of the week I struggled with, and so uh, I'm just going to tell, tell you about a TV show I've been watching. It's called like uh, it. Next Next in Fashion on Netflix. It's a re- it's like a reality competition series where the d- designers design uh, different uh, levels of clothing, and they compete to become the next pr- designer in fashion. And that's really all I have to say about it, other than I've been enjoying it. So
0: <laughs>
1: you're like thumbs that's, up. Yeah. yeah, that's my pick of the week.
0: Um. Well, I, I dig it, Chris. I like it. Both of ours had to do with like a, a you know, a like a different type of, of art of than, art? We, than yeah, we usually yeah. talk about. Yeah. So yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. I did also want to say uh, about the 3ds thing. The last thing I'll say, and again, you know, this is it's, it's it's a bummer. Like the the from the preservation perspective, it's like for these games just to disappear. It's a bummer. But there is one that oh, I was bummed about before. I'm a little less bummed about it now. And that oh. game is Pocket Card Jockey. I feel oh. like you've, you've heard me talk about this before, Chris. Yeah. Um, and I think you've played it. It's the solitaire horse racing game from Game Freak, the makers of Pokemon on I your don't 3DS. Think, I, don't, I don't think I have. <laughs> um, well, Chris, they've released a new version of it to Apple Arcade on your cell phone.
1: Oh, there you go. So, and it, it, it's so in I have 3D it for free. now.
0: Yeah, so you have it for free. Yeah, if you if you do... Well, free, quote-unquote. But if you do the, like, Apple One subscription, which yeah. I think they basically, like, eventually, like, f- force it to be cheaper for everybody. Like, I mean, if you subscribe to two things, I think it's cheaper to go ahead and, and do the Apple One subscription. Um, but, yeah, if you... Like, I downloaded it and I, I started playing it and it basically seems like it includes everything that the original does, but the graphics are different. So it's not in 2D like it was on the 3DS. Um, it, like, th- there was... It was 2D, 3D, you know what I mean? Like where it's like 2D art and assets on like with the scary stereoscopic 3D that you could watch. Um, so other than those like differences, everything gameplay-wise is the same and it's it's just as uh, as addicting and fun and fantastic as it was on the 3DS. So there is hope, Chris. There is hope. Nice. All
1: right, John. Sonic Origins Plus. Sonic so Origins Plus. This is an expansion, uh, so so let me let me try to pull up. I want to, um, I do want to pull up Sonic Origins and say what's in there real quick. So Sonic, yeah, Origins, um, the original game. Uh, it came out. It's Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Five, Xbox uh, Series X. Um, I'm pulling up the uh, Sonic Origins website here origins at dot sonic the dot com <laughs> all right so um why don't they have a list of okay wait 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 what is this this is this is talking about yeah coming yes 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 what are the okay here are the games that were in the original cool these are the uh I'm gonna read you their press release so just so you know what this is this is Classic Sonic Redefined. Get ready to experience the classic Sonic the Hedgehog games like never before. Sonic Origins is an all-new multi-game collection reintroducing the favorite 2D Sonic titles that were originally released on the Sega Genesis platform. Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, Sonic 3, and Knuckles, and Sonic CD, digitally remastered for current generation platforms. Developed by Sega, Sonic Origins delivers the legendary non-stop Sonic action found in the original games while providing a fresh twist with remastered visuals, added features, new content, and models and more. And so um, there were like story things in between them, right?
0: Yeah, so there's like the cutscenes um kind of connecting the different like uh, the different games and levels um, via yeah. I think that they were done by studio trigger. Oh, here which we go. Like, here I'll
1: read the, it was uh power this is power on Sonic Origins with all new opening and ending animations for each title. Cool. From the iconic Green Hill Zone to the treacherous Death Egg Robot. You'll speed down memory lane to thwart the sinister plans of Dr. Robotnik in polished high definition. And when you are ready for a challenge unlike before, turn on the unlockable in-game mirror mode. Ooh. (laughs) There are also um, experienced multi-game collection of legacy Sonic games in the retro form in classic mode. This mode features the original game presentation and will play in the classic finite live and game over style. To try something new, jump into the anniversary mode with a full screen display an infinite number of lives to keep the fun going without any game overs.
0: My goodness. That's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Especially if they they have that for some of these game gear games, like that's going to be the way to play it, dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Then new unlockable missions, coins, and museum. Put your skills to the test and earn coins. By competing for various missions throughout the game, players can spend coins to unlock new content from the vault. Try the special stage and more. I dig it. So now that was the old game John you yeah, said that was a, who who were saying it, who developed it uh, so well so that was I mean Sega Sega did
0: it but like the uh, the cutscenes were done by Studio Trigger um, ah, which is like cool. an anime um studio and like really uh you know prolific gorgeous artwork um, it's the same people that did the did the opening I think for Sonic Mania which was also fantastic
1: Yeah yeah that was a great game All right so this is uh Sonic Origins Plus this is their announcement coming June 23rd 2023 sonic origins plus will be available as an all-in-one bundle in both digital and premium physical editions that includes the sonic origins base game and the plus expansion pack featuring 12 sonic game gear titles playable knuckles in sonic cd and for the first time ever amy rose as a playable character in sonic the hedgehog 1 2 sonic 3 and knuckles dude Sonic CD. yeah so cool so this pack wait also wait in sonic cd mm-hmm.
0: how does how does that work out story-wise because that will some point like yeah, <laughs> she gets know. like snatched
1: by uh by mecha yeah. sonic or whatever and you chase you know, that video like, games, hmm. you never know
0: <laughs> it's it's a clone
1: yeah uh this time, pack time travel sonic does have a lot of time travel so previously released add-on content extreme missions mirror mode new character animations and additional backgrounds and music the premium physical edition will also a premium physical edition wow yeah. Also include a 20 page art book and a reversible cover sheet that pays homage to the classic 1990s era of Sonic. Dude, which looks
0: awesome. It looks like a Sega yeah. Genesis, uh, probably, Sega Genesis, uh, like case.
1: I'll probably try to get that for the switch because, Me too. um, yeah, I, I don't have, I think I just have the, uh, the Xbox series X version of this. Nice. Um, For current owners of Sonic Origins, the Plus Expansion Pack is an easy way to grab all the new content being added for Sonic Origins Plus. With more content than ever before, this is the definitive way to play these classic games. All right, so the... Okay, this is what it says. Although I wish it listed them all out. It says, Play 12 classic Sonic Game Gear titles Mm -hmm. on modern platforms, including hits like Sonic Drift 2, Sonic and Tails two and Tails Adventure.
0: Yeah. So the twelve. So I, where I'm reading from comingsoon.net. I no idea what the like how
1: comingsoon.net.
0: Yeah. What in the world like is this website? <laughs> um, but they have the twelve. They says the twelve Game Gear games are the biggest addition in plus these titles from Sega's large. They say large handheld. It was a large handheld. It was very large. <laughs> love that they just throw in you know they're they're big handheld (laughs) um is tails sky patrol uh which was never released in the u.s uh for the game gear physically um obviously not digitally either because there's no digital marketplaces uh tails adventures which we've we've played with I, i like it was a fun one um sonic the hedgehog uh the 8-bit version because we talked about before how they basically co-developed because they wanted sonic to be ubiquitous and be able to like be a household name you know they wanted to release sonic the hedgehog games on both their old gen console as well as their current gen console so they basically co-developed two different games with similarities um and that would be this called the same thing sonic the hedgehog so there's like an 8-bit version and there's a 8 uh, a 16-bit version so this is the 16-bit version that ended up on Game Gear and uh, Sega Master System. So Sonic the Hedgehog One, Sonic the Hedgehog Two, Sonic the Hedgehog Triple Trouble, um, which I believe is like Ooh, the first place yes. you see you see Knack the the Weasel. Yep. Um, a Sonic Spinball, Doctor nice. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Oh yeah. Uh, Sonic Blast, yep. Sonic Drift One, which was also never released in the U.S. That was only a, uh, released in Japan. Um, Sonic Drift Two, which we had on the game here and was fantastic. I still, that whenever you finish across the finish line and first, I still like can hear in my head whenever I think about it. The there's like there's like a, there's like a oh, sweeping yeah. sine wave that made it sound like like the Doppler effect of like like whoever just crossed the finish line was screaming and they went really fast far away, right? Um anyway <laughs> that's burned into my brain um Sonic Labyrinth and then Sonic Chaos I think Sonic, is Sonic Chaos, Chaos is, so that was the um that was released around the same time so Triple Trouble was released right after uh right after Sonic and Knuckles a Sonic 3 and Knuckles. And I think Triple Tr- or Chaos was around, like was a little bit before that. Um, if you remember, it's the zone that starts off and you're in some like ruins with like a-, a purple background. It's one of my favorites of the side-scrolling Sonics on Game Gear because it was much, much easier then Sonic the Hedgehog 2 which is like in the Sonic encyclopedia back here that like they even call out they're like this is one of the most notoriously difficult Sonic video games of all time um and I think Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for Game Gear we only ever like maybe beat the first boss like th- maybe like a handful of times um and just did like cheat codes for the to to experience the rest of the game um but yeah, like you know, so so Sonic Chaos was uh, was honestly like one of my my favorite ones to play on the uh, on the Game Gear. Um, I think we actually beat that one. Like I think that was one that we actually like got all the way through. Yeah,
1: the one that like did we ever uh, beat um, Tales Adventure?
0: It's a good question. I remember getting stuck. At some point, not knowing where to go, because it's one where like there's like an overworld, and you visit the levels, and there are multiple exits to the different levels. It's like combining Metroidvania kind of elements, where like you have to use the right tool, and there's like the little baby robot that you could like go through these tiny little passageways and then blow it up, you know, uh, and and unlock new areas. And I just remember getting so stuck at some point that I don't know if we ever really completed it um because i remember then entering like that was a game that had like because the game gear didn't really use battery saves the same way that game boy did um you would basically enter codes like these uh you know four by four random letters and numbers and i remember getting a code online at some point or getting a code from someone at some point that was past that like that was like like just past where we got to so i think we beat the game but we didn't actually play it from beginning to end i think there's like a middle section that we didn't experience because we couldn't figure out where to go Mm. or how to unlock like the next area
1: Mm. well i'm excited it'll be fun i uh i love all those games um and i'm excited to play them again Dude, and
0: infinite life mode is going to like just make it so much more fun to play through those games as long as that's included in the Game Gear side of things which I can't imagine why it wouldn't be um, but it's just like that's just a, that would be that so much else. so much more enjoyable to like remove the pressure of like you only have three lives and one continue
1: <laughs> all right well that's all we have for this week that's right it's a short one it's a short one, but, but you know, just
0: remember everyone, this gives you more time to go and buy things from the Nintendo
1: 3DS eShop. Yes. Go check out the Louvre. Yes, do it. <laughs> uh, you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on social at Chrisrite 250 And John Wright 777 And at Pod, Please go to your podcast servers of choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay on Target.